Daddy's Beard, the Gay Dad Podcast with Alex Megan and Jan Dekiel. Hello. Cookie. Hold on, wait. 10,000 people are now waiting for Alex to finish his cookie. Wait, only 10,000? Speaking, speaking of a cookie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Daddy Square, the Gay Dads Podcast. I'm Jan. And I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Hello. Um, this episode comes out on Monday, which is Alex's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk birthdays. We can talk about birthday parties. We have another kid's birthday party this weekend, by the way. You do know that, don't you? Yes. In Israel, when you get a birthday invitation, the name that they use is the same name that they use for getting like a parking ticket. Okay. Because, you know, you get it and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, so now I have to... And it's, it's not fair because it's actually a, a fun thing. I kind of like going to kids' birthday parties, but when you first get the invitation... You're sort of like, okay, now I got to coordinate my life around that thing too. Yeah. And then when they go to school, the number Actually, of we just put it explodes. on our calendars and then we remember like two days before that we didn't buy a present and we <laughs> buy it through Amazon. God bless Amazon. Amazon, who is not, <laughs> not a sponsor yet. of Daddy Squared, but who could be? Do you want to do anything special for your birthday? I don't know what to do anymore. I would like to my go birthday I, was would, I would like to go and get a drink. I would again, like to like get a drink. Weekend? Yeah, that's like what we did adult. on my, my birthday a yeah. week ago. Today we're talking about raising girls. So I, the, the unofficial name of this episode is the vagina monologue. <laughs> But, you know, I didn't want to put it up, so it's just raising girls. Our guests are Ido and Eli, a couple of Israeli immigrants who now live in New York City and who raise two daughters. And if their face looks familiar, you probably watched or came across the show Connected on AOL a few years ago. Eli is head of global learning and development in an ad tech company. And Ido is a head of uh, professional services in a software company called Bizabo. As we try to think about reasons why a gay dad's podcast should have a specific episode, this one's kind of interesting to us because... What at least I had not thought of before was gay dads, generally speaking, uh, well, you're going to be dealing with men who are the dads, right? And they're going to have they're going to have kids and there's no woman around uh, or probably not that close by in the house. And if they have a daughter, they're suddenly dealing with some interesting characteristics with which they are probably not familiar. Now they may have had the dads may have had sisters, but, probably didn't take care of their sisters uh, the way they're going to be taking care of their daughter. Um, some of them may have been married to women in the past and have some exposure to women that, that way. That body part? Not only the body part, but all kinds of other interesting characteristics, you know. Uh, but so very often, you know, this could end up being their first woman. This little baby could end up yes. being their first woman. And that raises all kinds of interesting questions and, and challenges um, that you, Jan, and I have not faced because yeah. we have two boys. Well, you um, have faced some women. No, I have faced them, but I haven't had to, <laughs> I don't know, change their diapers. When I say faced, or, I mean literally. Uh, well, I have, yes. Um, um, but also, to that. we came from a clueless point of view. So if you have girls and some of the questions look like ridiculous to you, 
we apologize. <laughs> we knew nothing about raising girls. None of us had sisters. I didn't. That's right. I didn't. Yeah. So we, it was kind of a two dads with no idea whatsoever about, yeah. about raising girls asking questions. Look, and we here like on this a, podcast cover subjects that um, are interesting and foreign to us and interesting and foreign to a lot of people who write in to us. But there can be no doubt that some of our listeners are going to say, wait, seriously, you don't you know, know about those things. Um, if it was not in a women's feminine hygiene television ad, I don't really know anything about it. Before we get to the interview, I would like to uh, do some sort of a reading. In the past few days, I ran a survey, both on our Instagram account and also on Facebook. I asked gay dads who have girls, how do they call their vagina? And I'm going to do a reading of all of the names that I received. Is there going to be background music for this reading? I no, like there's there not going to be. be a background music. You need to really focus. Now, I want to say before that, please, please don't take it seriously because some of the people, especially in the gay dads group, took it as a chance to shame other dads who actually name uh, body parts. That's... Name vagina and not use the actual name because they claim they raise shame in their daughters or whatever. And I say... Yeah, it's no. not your place to judge. Not only that, you know, but like, it's just uh, you know, don't take it so seriously, you know. And ma maybe I'm too sensitive for this, but I mean, I, my recommendation is not to actually say what that other people are wrong, but you can say what you are saying. All right, okay. I'm I'm ready for the reading. I'm I'm, so I'm, kind, going, I'm sitting down. Okay, so I'm going to do um, the reading. I'm not going to say who wrote what, but uh, obviously the after vaginas, which a lot of people use that. The second most used word is vajayjay, which uh, we also know, also from John Rivers. I knew that before. Okay, here are the, the rest. Jaina, Huhu, Nini, Puki. <laughs> Just keep going. You got to power through it. You got to power through. Go ahead. Okay. Vivi, Volva. VJJ. <laughs> Please continue. Costa. Bug. Chocha. <laughs> go, 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 go. Hurry up. We have 40 to go. Go, go 40. All right. Mm. Okay. Hoo-ha. JJ. V. Hoo-hoo. Privates. Front butt. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually quite popular. Front butt. Chuni. Yin Yang. Kuchi. Down there. Special flower. <laughs> Come on, you gotta finish it. Toto. Pupik, yes. Okay. Schnitzer doodle. <laughs> Chacha. Cookie. Hulap. Vijay. <laughs> this one is good. Pipi monkey. <laughs> okay. Second page. 
Wajina. Tori. Sorry, Tori. Spelling. China. Yoni. Tuch. Tutu. Titi. Fufu. Pikachu. Bebe. Coco Lopez. Popo. Lady Beats. Peshadela. No, no. Well, עברנו את זה. That was, here, let me see this. Why do you speak Hebrew? Stop speaking Hebrew. And we Hebrew. passed that. Oh, my God. That was really extremely difficult. Do you want me to do it again? I got to say that special flower is pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, one of the fathers told us this story. I want to read it. How his daughter, who's already, she's 14, and when she has a period, she and her friends call it Japan is attacking. Oh, God. That is code between our 14-year-old and her friends when they are having their period. When I still didn't grasp the connection, I was hit with, really, Daddy, do I have to spell it out for you? White flag with big red stain? I'll never see that flag quite the same way again. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, okay. I think it's a good way to actually move to our sponsor. It's really beautiful. Now you have to read something. I'm I have sure to rest. That, I'm sure that Circle Surrogacy will really appreciate the reading of that list just prior to our sponsorship. Are you ready to become a dad? Surrogacy is a wonderful way to grow your family. Circle Surrogacy was founded by a gay dad through surrogacy and has been helping gay singles and couples become parents for over 20 years. Because surrogacy is an emotional and financial investment, finding the right agency to partner with you and support you on your journey is very important. Circle Surrogacy believes that everyone should have the opportunity to be a parent. Learn more at CircleSurrogacy.com. Very professional. Thank you. Okay, we're going to uh, move on to the interview now. Guys, if you want to comment or write to us, you know how we love getting all these comments and, and letters from you. You can write to us at hello at daddysqr.com or on Instagram at the Gay Dads Podcast. And now here are Eli and Ido in our conversation with them. We recorded it in New York. We did. Here they are. Hello to Eli and Ido. Hello, hello. Hello, nice meeting you. <laughs> How are you guys? We're doing great. You just came back from a gymnastics class for the girls. Yeah. Do you oh, do anything fun. or is it just the girls? Like, is it, is it together? Uh, no, we're, we're just looking. You stand off to the and, side and, and take drink. videos and, right. and see why we're paying so much money to, yeah. uh, to that place. Good reason? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, so did you want to have... Girls, to begin with, let's start with the uh, basic questions. In fact, you know, we didn't think about uh, having uh, boys or girls. Uh, we just wanted to have uh, kids and uh, healthy kids. Uh, very happy having two girls. That's was, it. Was this IVF or? Uh, yeah, IVF. IVF. Okay. So you just you took what you got and you got. Correct. And you, and how, how old are your girls? Uh, Milo is uh, almost nine. And Demi is five and a half. Tell me, how much did you know about girls before that? Did you have any experience with girls? So me personally, I do not. I have two brothers. Um, no uh, 
you know, close family uh, uh, experience with uh, specific experience with the girls. Uh, but I wasn't concerned about that. It, it, to me, just uh, seemed, you know, just having a kid, a boy or a girl, uh, would be natural uh, either way. So, yeah, so no, uh, no special uh, 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 concerns or uh, thoughts prior to getting into the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back, I'm very happy that I have uh, girls. I would be happy to have boys as well, but yeah. I wanted only girls. It's okay. so easier. Yeah, so really? much easier. Yeah. Why, why what, what's think the that's worst true? thing that could happen dressing and undressing a Barbie? Sitting on the well, couch. I, and I don't think you're into the worst. As yeah, far as I mean, what no I hear. No offense, like, but they're not yeah, they're 12 or 13. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy when your daughter says, Daddy, Daddy, come dress and undress my Barbie. <laughs> now I'm a pro. I can do it in less than 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, I, I think it's. I don't know. Girls are more like daddy's girls. So I would say, even though I didn't know girls, well, I have one sister, but. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, but um, yeah, now um, I'm glad I, ha- I have two girls. Um, so wait, I so want to I want to ask a little bit more intimate question. Did you have experience with girls? You know, in that way. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I think that from at least for myself, like when we were having babies, I'm like, thank God we don't have girls because I know nothing about vagina. <laughs> Yeah, so, so we're not girls virgins, so it's not like it was the first time I saw a vagina. Uh, but it's different when, you know, when it's a little girl and she has a vagina and you need to deal with it. Yeah, so there's a myth, I mean, from like us gay dads in LA, like a joke that says... Only LA? I don't know, like at least among our friends that said that um, like for gay dads, they have like training in the hospital like how to clean it and what no, to do with it's it? No, it's true. You know, okay. we have like a, a f- 10 minutes uh, training. Okay, what does it say? Like what? what yeah, if you what don't mind. It's a booklet with a vid. No. No? It, it's give a very give sim- us the it's, training. It's a, it's a very simple uh, training. Uh, they simply explain to you when you need to change their diapers, you always have to go uh, from one side to another. So not from the anus to uh, the vagina. Ah, right. But the other, the way. other way around, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So never, you know, put anything okay. back uh, to the vagina from the anus. And 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 babies, uh, girls can get infections at a very young age, can they? I don't really know how that works. Uh, vaginal infections? Yeah. So that's something that you have to look out for as well. And know about. You say yeah as if you're knowing... A lot of you know, if there's something weird coming out of the vagina, you you, you should know about it. Like <laughs> even though, even if you haven't seen a vagina ever in your life, okay, so there are some things that it. it's it's very it's easy, common sense. It's very easy for uh, for uh, girls at any age to get uh, infected there, uh, especially when they go to uh, a kindergarten or preschool, uh, and you know uh, the uh, hygiene is is not that. Uh, Great, you know, when the kids uh, wipe for themselves. So, yeah, so when they complain about something happening there, it's probably that, and you should just get them to the uh, 
physician. Yeah, you, lots, you sound like you're not awkward. hysteric, like you're not uh, stressed at all about this. And I'm like hearing you talking, but I'll, I would check it every day. <laughs> I'm so stressed about it. I think we, we heard a lot of complaints about my vagina is burning or something like that. And we had to put a lot of aquaphor on it. So... Yeah, we had experience with yeah, that. Yeah, we have a fairly serious <laughs> amount of aqua. We had, no, we there was aquifer everywhere yeah. in our house. Yeah, aquifer is, is, the, is the lifesaver. And it actually, it, 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 it works for anything. Burn, <laughs> right. you know, itchy stuff, um, itchy vaginas also, yeah. Interesting note to our listeners. Uh, one of my children once um, ate a very large amount of aquifer. Uh, yeah. When he was a baby. When he was a baby. Well, yeah, when he was a baby. And, How did uh, that happen? Well, because, I don't know, we were crazy out children, the box and there was and a just little bottle it. of it, and just ate it. And so my husband calls me uh, in a, a panic, and uh, I called the uh, poison control uh, phone number, and I was amazed because somebody literally just answered the phone when I called, I guess, poison control, and I told her about this, and she laughed, and she said, you're actually the third call I've gotten today about a baby eating aquifer. Don't worry about it. The kid might throw up. He'll certainly have di- diarrhea, but it'll be fine. So for our listeners, probably don't, don't have your kids eat aquifer, but if they do, it's <laughs> not And that's why I wanted girls. So we <laughs> have these Oh, really? Situations. You think that... Uh, yeah. Do, do, so it's interesting, right? Because you guys only have girls and we only have boys, so it's harder to compare. Uh, but, but I do wonder whether you've had experiences with friends of yours who have boys or anything like that that have led you to see really specific differences between little boys and little girls in terms of of their interaction with their parents etc i think it's the mayhem levels that are higher with boys you mean probably yeah yes. i mean we certainly have mayhem there's 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 no <laughs> we have divas screaming but it's not even close to the mayhem i see in with two boys <laughs> yeah they're they're lunatics that's true I remember uh, one time when we were pregnant with Demi, and we didn't know yet uh, what we have. Yeah. And then we uh, went to the park one, uh, one of the Saturdays and saw, uh, very early in the morning, we saw a dad playing uh, uh, soccer with his uh, young kids. And two boys. Yeah, two boys. And I told Eli, okay, that's what you're going to do if we have, if we have uh, uh, boys. And that's what I said. We're not going to have boys. <laughs> it's not going to be me playing soccer yeah. with them. Yeah, we're worried about the sports thing too. Yeah, I already you know, signed up his trainer to do that. Like a straight person, you have to have him around. I don't mind having boys if they're gay, eventually. <laughs> yeah, but you can't, you don't, you can't force that to happen. You never know. I'm just kidding. I... So it happens to us like the other way around when we see parents with girls and we are terrified of like, what would we have done if we had girls? And I think one of the examples to terrified. Go on. No. Listen to my example. Go ahead. What if she wants to dress as a princess for another girl's birthday party? Oh. Because it happens in our class. And (sighs) I was ashamed for that mom of the princess. She She might be listening. Well, first of all, we took her dressed up as a princess to a, a few Broadway shows. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, but I don't know if I would take them dressed as princesses. On this, I have confirmation from the from the mom or the dad of of that girl's birthday. Yeah, I mean, three year olds should not do the "bitch stole my look" thing <laughs> at, at birthday parties. That's bad. It's like coming to a wedding in white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's bad. It was bad. No, look, I mean, there were, there were things like that that are kind of 
confusing and and funny but I, I do think that there are two fears that i think i had had we had girls one was the stuff that jan has been talking about um but the other one is that the world is different for girls than it is for boys and in some ways still to this day harder and i worry about that do you do you worry about what's going to happen when they get older and they have to deal with some of the shit that that girls have to deal with serious look <laughs> not too much I, i i you know we don't see that we understand that uh you know we live in manhattan um it, it's not something that you just experience uh, on a daily basis so it's not in front of us uh daily uh we did make a few decisions uh in the same kind of topic we decided to uh uh have the girls go to uh, an old girls school Oh really? Yeah. That's so interesting. That, I think in some in some perspective it's it's to tackle this specific topic because to our understanding sending them to an old girls school they're going to get a few things. One, more female models to their lives. Uh, and the second thing is in that kind of environment girls are taught to become whatever they want, right? So they can be the presidents of this committee and the and the CEO of that committee and so forth. So I think that that kind of experience is something that we were looking for to tackle, you know, the so- the topic that you just mentioned. Uh but again, we just did that in a sense proactively, not because we, you know, were too concerned or saw something happening next to us. Are these pri- is it a private school? It is, yeah. Are there public schools that are um gender separated? I think maybe know? only the religious ones. Yeah, oh, well, those so. are those are not public yeah. either. <laughs> okay. Public? okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, oh, no, oh, the, the only thing I was, uh, you know, is like are there going to be like kind of mean girls squad or being I don't know, with girls it's uh I don't want them to be on the teenage and pregnant show ever <laughs> or um So but you know with boys it's like oh please don't uh uh get anyone pregnant and with when you have girls I like, just don't get pregnant. Right. So when they're becoming teenagers and hormones and having sex you just want to lock them till they're 18 and no no boys will touch them till 21 then. oh yes 21 here in the state i believe so. that all of yeah. us here are jewish so it's more like 35 or 40 <laughs> um you know I, i i guess another kind of related question for me is we we think or at least i think a lot about um the effect that not having a mother not having a woman in my boys lives might have and it's hard to measure what that might be but um but i do believe that there are some um effects have you thought about the effect of for girls for your girls of not having a woman in the story and how does that represent itself at the beginning no uh but as uh they grow up uh it's something that i do think about so uh, you know it's you know these little things for example you know milo and demi they don't get excited ever about manny patty and i <laughs> an example and I, and i think that this is because they just don't see it happening like in in the household unless uh, my much. mom is visiting yeah, and, and then, she talks when they visit LA, I'll introduce it to them <laughs> do, do do your your parents are not in the US Correct. either of them are there any women who are regularly in their lives outside of school no yeah that's so that's well, maybe we that's have a neighbor that they see more often right. but i think 
pretty much that's it. They Skype with, uh, you know, the, the grandmas. Right. So we, they have that. And my my mom comes every summer for like a month and a half here. And we visit at least once a year in Israel for like a long time. Right. So they have the summer in Israel. And uh, so they do see grandmas and my sister. Uh, he has only brothers. So it's just one aunt. And uh, yeah, but it's... Yeah, you think about what will happen when they would need uh, to buy tampons or to uh, own a bra. Right. What are about we, that? Are we going to take them? Am I going to call my sister or my mom to come here in a direct flight right away to do it with <laughs> That's her? That's right. I don't know. Yeah, so, can you what? take a 16-hour flight to... Oh, 11-hour oh, flight to New York. We need to buy tampons. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. So I, I had something, you know... Uh, Close to that uh, happening a few uh, weeks ago, all of a sudden Milo was complaining in, in, in the bathtub about some pain in her um, breasts. I mean, she doesn't have anything. It's 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 straight, right? And um, I don't know if that should hurt, you know, when it grows. And she kept on uh, telling me about that and and so forth. So th- this is a, this is an example of something that I had no clue, even though I'm kind of uh, knowledgeable in in in. Women's parts in women in girls' uh, growth, I guess. Um, since she continued and talked about that uh, quite a bit, I decided to just call a friend and ask her. You know, should it hurt when when they when they grow up? And yeah, and then you know, I got a quick explanation that yes, and you know, I had my friend, my female friend, talk to her, uh, to Milo as well and explain her. So you know, we found an easy solution, but this is like something that I was not sure how to uh, react to. You, and could have, you could have asked Siri. <laughs> she's, uh, she's such a prude, Siri. You say anything about something like that and she'll say, oh, let's keep it clean. And I'm like, you know what, Siri? You need to grow up. <laughs> grow up, woman. Actually, I think she says she's not a woman. Our son once asked her, are you a girl? And she said, I'm not a woman nor a man. Like uh, Brittany. No. Not a woman. Madonna, Madonna, for God's sake. The decision to send them to an old girls' school, that's really fascinating to me. How did it come about? Did you hear about this from other gay couples or? No. As part of the search for a school, uh, you know, when Milo was uh, about to turn five, we came across that option as well. We saw, you know, all the other options. Uh, We saw the co-ed, we saw the public schools, we saw all the other options. And we also explored the option of all girls. Initially, to be honest with you, I said... I said, no way. There's no way I'm going to do that. Because he he made a list. So he did most of the work, research work. He came up with like 12, 13 good schools here in the city. And the top three or four or five, I don't remember, but they were all all girls. It's like, we're not going to do that. Because in my mind, in Israel, all girls, it means it's... Uh, very religious, religious and yeah, it's yeah. said there's no way no they should be with boys as well so but when we start to visit the schools and see the philosophy of the schools and how things and you see actually you know the the, the kids um it just clicked to us it just made so much sense is that something that you think will continue for till um, all the way through high school, or how do you see it working? Do you have any thoughts about when the right time to introduce a co-ed, co-ed uh, experience into their lives? So it's it's interesting because they do, uh, even though they they do go to the all girls school, they do have boys in their in their lives uh, all around, and you know it's not something that is missing. It doesn't seem like something that is missing. 
we do have the option to continue with the same school up until uh, 12th grade, but we can also change and we'll see what happens and we'll see you know, what would be the uh, wishes of the girls. Maybe are they happy, by the way, with this? Yeah, How are they I feeling? I think so, yeah. I think if you ask Milo if she wants to go to a co-ed school, she would say never. No? <laughs> she would say never? Why never, do you think? What, what it, what no, I just think that she, she loves the idea... Uh, I think she enjoys the school. I think they don't have uh, the distraction that they usually have with boys. Uh, I was quite fond of that distraction, I just want to point out, but please continue. Of course. Um, but I also think that it's, um, on the other hand, there are you know, girls' cliques and things like that that you see more often than in a co-ed school probably. So i think everything has their pros and cons how is the philosophy in these schools because i know that uh people are kind of accepting nowadays to raise their girls as like empowered and do you see signs of it like they come back from school and and say something that you say yeah that's that's the direction yeah absolutely that's the first of all each school is different than than another school right each each school has uh, their own philosophy Uh, but our school is very much in that kind of um, idea that we can empower the girls to become you know leaders to become whatever they want to become and putting them in an environment like this that each individual can do whatever they would like to do in the school there is no segmentations you know even you know soccer We have soccer uh, teams. We have soccer uh, team leads. And, and, and these are all done by, you know, the school girls. And it's also very diverse. So even girls, the, the school itself is very diverse. In, in our class, we have a uh, single gay dad. Now he's married. Um, also, also two moms. Uh, so, you know, they, they see, you see it all over. So it's not, it's not just like in their own bubble there. They, the school is very diverse and that's, that's part of the, the philosophy of the school. Was it at all important to you guys when you went there to know that there are other gay dads or other lesbian moms? Yeah, definitely it was important to us. We didn't want to be the unique family. Uh, so we wanted it to be as diverse as possible and to represent the outside life as much as it can. And I think that it does uh, an amazing job uh, doing that. Actually, the school uh, had an event for uh, intended parents uh, for candidates to you know for the for the school that are from the LGBT community oh. so this this was the only school that invited all LGBT families to get together and talk about the diversity in the school even before the whole acceptance and right interesting let's talk about uh, taking pictures. Okay. I don't know. I don't what? know where you're going. I don't know so where you're going. Vaginas? I, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut it out. Cut that out. Um, Alex has a niece. She's how, how old? Like 12? Now, she she's, visited, now she's 14. 14? Yeah. Uh, she visited us at like when she was eight or nine. She visited us in, a, in LA. And uh, we, she asked us to take a picture. And she like did this you know, whole sexy pose with her tongue in, the, in her... Yes. So I was wondering like... Did you ever start seeing that and how do you feel about that because like for us it's like oh, don't do that just remove maybe, the hand maybe we can make the question a little bit more general and just say not less Israeli 
don't know if it was a matter of Israeli. I just don't really get into the whole tongue thing. So, what do you do when you start to see sexuality at an early age, or maybe it's unintended sexuality? How do you communicate with a girl, especially when you're not a girl? How do you communicate with a girl about sort of what's appropriate and what's not? What uh, what's I don't know safe and what's not? How do, how do you do that? And have you had any experience yet? With that First of all, of they don't have phones. Let's start with God, that. They maybe have God iPads, but, but yeah. yeah. But our older one, she likes taking pictures and videos. Um, my, our little one now is doing the peace sign every time we take a picture of her. <laughs> right. That's her thing. Actually, my one of our friends told us like, is this a new thing that she's always doing the peace sign? So, yeah, she's been doing that. When I'm taking a picture, it's always with the peace sign, sometimes like double peace. Oh, like Richard Nixon. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so she's been doing that. Um, I don't think they're too much aware of how they look in pictures. They don't really like to take pictures, right? We always have to force them to, to oh. take pictures and to bribe them for pictures. Like, uh, if you do this picture for, the, for, the, for Passover, we will give you another treat. Right. Well, but, but put, put pictures aside, just in general, right? I, we were talking about this before. Uh, I guess, and maybe this is kind of unnecessary of me, but one of the things I was always thinking about were I to have girls is I'd, I'd be afraid of boys if i had girls i would always be saying you know as you said lock them up until they're 18 years that's old that's why they're going to an all girls god school. bless but there will be times when in their interactions i mean maybe they're not old enough yet i'm not sure um where you might want to counsel them about how they're going to present themselves to the world because it has an effect on the way they're perceived have you thought about what's going to happen and how you're going to talk to them about things like that I haven't uh, thought about that yet. Uh, it does make sense to start thinking about it now. I would say that I'm hoping that it's going to be one of those natural, organic things for me to be able to speak with my daughters about. Right. Um, so I don't have like a game plan yet. I, <laughs> I think once I see something, I'm just locking them up. Right, lock them down. Lock them down. This will go over very well on the podcast. We, we won't get any comments about Not it at all. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Um, well, I'm sure they know by now that you're gay. Do you remember like how did you tell them? Like, I think it was pretty to natural to them from the from the beginning. I think what we need to explain to them um, is that we needed another woman. Mm -hmm. to help us bring them to the world. So they know that they were in some woman's yeah. belly and they know who they are. Even, you know, Milo Skype with her and she knows her and she knows her name and she knows uh, the picture. She knows she's not her mom. I don't think she understands still about biological mom or not. The circuit is okay. not her biological mom anyhow. It was, yeah. um, it was um, uh egg donation. So she doesn't think about she's my mom. She, she just like helped us. Uh, she was like the oven. But it's funny that you say that because you would expect for kids uh, in a same-sex family to when they play with dolls, they can not just play daddy and mommy. They can play mommy and mommy or daddy and daddy, and they never do that. It's always mommy and daddy, even though... Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, which is very, very interesting because I always tell them, you know, you can play daddy and daddy or mommy and mommy, and they said, no, mommy and daddy. So for them, it's still... They know that the usual thing that they see is mommy and daddy, 
Not that, not like they don't like it that they have two daddies or they have issues with mommies. It's just that this is what they frequently see. So this is like what's yeah. happening. But it's actually, our our kids started that too. You know, well, they don't have dolls. That no, not dolls. But oh. when they when they talk to each other or play something, you say, uh, I heard Ben saying, really, yeah, daddy and mommy. I think it's I blame the TV for that. Like most of the shows that they see, it's like mommy, Peppa Pig. It's mommy pig, daddy pig. We are going to baby ban. shark, daddy yeah. shark. We are going yeah. to band together against against the shark yeah. shark thing. Because <laughs> why is there no daddy shark, shark and other daddy <laughs> shark? Exactly. Damn right. <laughs> it's true. It's a uh, it's a it's an interesting uh, thing you're saying. It's probably a TV. Yeah. How did you guys meet? I'm moving on to some personal questions. The real story. We or have the same. Say, thing. Or, or what we say to our daughters and family. Pick whichever one you want. Ido can pick. <laughs> we met we met online and as a one time stand, which continues to another one and another one and uh, friends with benefits. <laughs> and then we started. Uh, Your benefits are right out in the hallway right now. Your children playing iPads. Yeah. <laughs> and then we started dating, and you know one led to another, and uh, we did it more, and we moved in together. How long have you guys been together? Fifteen years. And and uh, your eldest is eight. nine, 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 almost nine. nine. Okay. Yeah. In gay life, by the way, it's time seven. Yes, yes, you know that. <laughs> so Gays practically dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you maintain gay life? Let's talk a little bit about that. Has it changed since the kids came along? I think it gets easier when they get older. Mm-hmm. Thank and God. Tell me at more. the beginning, no. At the beginning, it's really you don't sleep. You don't have time to go to the gym. You feel fat. You feel like you're a slave to those little brats. And basically, you don't have a life. You work and work and work to earn money so they, so they can spend it. So you basically are a slave to them. And when they're a little bit older, it's like, okay, I have a life too. Now that you're older, do other things while we're having some... Uh, time to ourselves and 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 by the way we've we now we feel better to leave them you know with more with a babysitter and i think only when Milo was seven was the first time we did our vacation only the two of us it took us seven years till we felt comfortable enough to just leave them with the grandparents even right and we went like 10 days to greece that was hardcore <laughs> like from from zero to 10 days yeah so uh, and since then, we did it like another three times. So once you felt that freedom, I think it's really important for our relationship. It's really important for the kids too, for them not to be with us all the time. Just think about that because we live here and all our families in Israel, they're only with us all the time. Yeah, so they all also need some time apart from us. Right. By the way, just for our listeners, our guests are both here with... Um, protein shaker bottles which means that obviously they have found their and, and way gym back tank tops. and gym tank tops they found their way back into the gay community welcome back thank you happy to be well, back welcome yeah. back as if we are back that's true we're not back welcome well back. You, you you might be back in a few years yeah, in your a few. kids how old are your kids three and a half so yeah two yeah. or three years you're good yeah do you feel like you're raising them by yourselves Versus what? <laughs> Versus uh, like other people around helping you. 
or found no no it's it's just us uh you know we're running zero help yeah we're running as a core family of four and you know new york is also um challenging even with friends life uh since it's just it's such a dynamic uh city uh and transient city so friends come and go as well so it's basically we feel that it's the four of us you know in this together and this is how we operate mm-hmm. what are the pros and cons of living away from the family because obviously what i feel is that yes there is the lack of going on vacation for example and leave them with a grandmother it that easy without like planning that you know weeks ahead uh is there an, an positive side to all of this to be away from your family <laughs> less drama 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 No, it, it, everything, everything has its pros and cons. And I think um, we're lucky that our parents can still come here and help. And we are working, you know, at companies that have also offices in Israel so we can go to Israel for a long time and work from there. Oh, so what do you guys do? We work in tech. Okay. Uh, Israeli tech companies. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky that we have that. Otherwise, you're not we, working together, are you? No, okay. we used to, but oh. not anymore. <laughs> Twice. Twice in two companies. It's, uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> go on. It's good and it's not good in, in that sense, but I think sometimes for me, at least for me, it's nice to have a little bit of distance from the family because when I am with a family, I think like we're closer and we don't, don't take it for granted because I see a lot of pe- people in Israel that just take their... You, you know parents for granted as, as babysitters and if one time they cannot babysit they'll just say no what are you doing? so yeah so so we appreciate and whatever we get we appreciate it and uh, and I think it's also again we are very united as a family and I think there is positive aspects to it mm-hmm. uh, and I think the girls can be closer to us uh, because of that and hopefully in the future they put us in the, in the good home <laughs> do you how's the How are you with um, with the cultural background of you both of you? Do you, you do you forward it to them? Do you care about that at all and about the Hebrew, like other language, all of that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we are uh, basically uh, secular Israelis, uh, Jewish. Uh, we celebrate the holidays in a culture way, less of a religion way. And uh, yeah, definitely we are trying to instill the um, concept of being Israeli in many manners, many ways to the girls, the way they talk, the way that they talk, the way that they behave, uh, what they know about uh, our past, the holidays. So I feel that we're doing an amazing job with that. Both of them are bilingual. They, they speak super uh, well Hebrew. They are comfortable in it they can even fight in Hebrew between the yeah, <laughs> between that's them. When, you know the yeah. kids are comfortable yeah. when they fight in Hebrew yeah yeah so what you're saying though is that we're not going to see your girls dressed with like babushkas from from uh, fiddler on the roof that kind of, that's <laughs> no. not going to be happening no, oh not. well all right you can't have everything or Hanlah's moonlight uh, <laughs> dress or something <laughs> no but they, they're fluent in Hebrew and they're very Israelis like if you know I think our little one is like She's too Israeli. Sassy. You know, She's like very sassy. sassy. She, yeah, if we, if we just like bring them back to Israel, 
our little one would definitely be okay with that. Our older one, I don't know. I think she still likes to wait in line for stuff and not trying to cut the line. Yeah, we Americans like to wait in line. Yeah, mm-hmm. you and your lines. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank, thank you. you. It's been yes. a pleasure, and, uh, and I'm, I'm less stressed. Alex, let's have a girl now. We're not having any more children. Two you, girls. Why one girl? <laughs> have another pl- set of twins. Two girls. <laughs> are you guys planning anymore? Not planning, but we'll it see. It could happen. Yeah, it could happen. We're accident. trying We're hard trying. Yeah. every day. Keep, keep okay. trying. Thank you guys thank very you guys. much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Are no. you there? Uh, so, you know, special. one of the things that I found really interesting about this interview that we discovered, and I don't know if it's a phenomenon, uh, that gay men send their daughters to all-girls school. Besides uh, Ido and Eli, also Jeremy Hooper, who we talked with on that shaming, he also told us after the interview that he's going to go all go right so. yeah i don't uh, know i don't know if it's a, a facet of you know that it's actually a good idea i never thought about it but do you think that it has any specific specific value when the girl's parents are gay or just in general the idea that a girl goes to an all-girls school at least early on when no when the parents are gay men why do you think that it makes a difference when the there's parents something are gay very men? i don't know maybe i don't know enough about this school so i can't yeah. really assume that there st- what's going on there but um, you know as far as the teachers and and the whole like uh, the whole girl image and and be around girls and women a lot I think it's well you mean as a balance a, as a balance to yeah. what's happening interesting home. yeah um, and also you know the fact that they have no help uh, they talked about how they are core family of four and yeah. people are coming and going and um, And they stay together, and I think Alex and I kind of related to it. Yeah. It's really, really hard, especially when you want to go on vacation to actually do that I don't by think yourself. Agreed. I've been trying to think about if there was one piece of advice that I would give to prospective parents about how to sort of set up their lives um, for the first you know year or two or three. And it occurred to me that something that we did not have um, was... We did not have family. Our families both live very far away. Right. And, and I think that to the extent that it is possible, and it is sometimes not, but to the extent that it's possible for that first few months of your children's lives to be around family, even though that also represents some uh, additional stress for a lot of people, it makes a huge difference, not just because you can co-opt them into watching your kids when you go out to the movies or whatever, but because during those first few months, Um, as you are transforming as a person into a parent, there's something very special about being with family because family kind of g- creates that sense of uh, family being a natural thing. Mm-hmm. And I think with, with Jan, you and me, we went through that first year, our families visited us, but we went through that first year with no family around. And so you're very often saying to yourself, wow, 
this is all I see about family is the two of us and our two babies. I know? have to disagree with you. Well, I'm sorry. I wouldn't say in the first six months. I would say start start the the life with your kids as yeah. you want to organize it. And once it's organized, maybe after six month, months, uh, maybe try to have family around you or well, go to family. I think that the, being at the beginning when you're changing and and the kids and everything's new, so and you added the, the value of, you know, which is also, like you said, it's stress. So the family's kind of stress. So I would say maybe start by yourself and then have family. I will, we will have, have to, one member. we will have to know. agree to disagree on this one. Okay, guys, I want to remind you our Father's Day gift from uh, last episode. It's a free download of uh, a children coloring book. You can go to daddysqr.com slash diva and download it. If you want to get a few minutes to yourselves while your kids are coloring, share Madonna, Kylie Minogue, Danny International, and Elton John and Beyonce, uh, you can do it. And also, as I say, there's uh, far more beautiful things that you can do in five minutes. (laughs) Also, you know, it was just a matter of time, wasn't it? Everyone else has done it, so now introducing the Daddy Squared Movie Awards. Our season finale this season will hand a magnificent Gaby statuette in multiple categories of movies for kids and gay dads. The red carpet will be magnificent, Jan will be wearing Old Navy, and I will be incandescent in Target Couture. Guest Gay Dad Studio Executive Judges will decide who takes home the Gabies. And we need your help as members of the Academy of Gay Dads. Um, starting this week, uh, Jan will post a, uh, a page on daddysqr.com where you can go and uh, nominate films um, in the categories that we'll be covering. And we hope you'll do it. And we certainly hope you'll tune in to the magnificent gala event that will be our season finale. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, yeah, the... Daddy Squared Movie Awards yes. is coming up uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. Alex, it's almost the second season finale. I know. I can't believe I know. it. I like to every now and then, every few episodes, uh, remind everybody that I love so much participating in this and being part of Daddy Squared. Jan is primarily responsible for the production of this wonderful thing. Thank you very uh-huh. much. Uh-huh. And, uh, and yes, thank you very much. Charming. DaddySQR.com. Uh, you guys log on to DaddySQR.com for all this information uh, that's coming throughout the week. And we'll see you next week. Yay! Happy birthday, Alex. Oh, thank you. you. I love mm. you too. <laughs> the JJ. becoming a dad. Surrogacy is an amazing way to grow your family. 
Circle Surrogacy has successfully made the dream of parenthood a reality for gay singles and couples from across the U.S. and around the world for over 20 years. The surrogacy process and surrogacy costs can be complex. Circle's experienced staff will partner with you on your path to parenthood. Circle Surrogacy was founded on the belief that everyone should have the opportunity to become a parent, and they've helped bring almost 2,000 babies into this world. Circle Surrogacy makes parenthood possible for gay dads. Learn more at circlesurrogacy.com.